Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our new interns are Denise Palmer, Raymond Ruiz, and Cynthia Alvarez. I'd like to welcome them to our team. I think I've done that a few times now and as we head into the new school year. Well, we're in the new school year already. I, uh, looking forward to working with them. And everybody who listens to this show knows we record a little bit in advance, so haven't actually met them in person yet, but we are going to start the new school year in the studio. I'm confident of that. So as we record the, uh, the shows moving forward, we will be in the studio. And today I am very pleased to welcome our assistant principal at Two Bunch Palms Elementary School, Miss Denise Benton. Hi, Denise. Hi, Joan. How are you? Great. Thanks for being here. And I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to I'm going to leave it as a little teaser for a few minutes as to why we're having you at this time. I, I like to make the rounds and have all our administrators on as guests, but we did choose you for a special reason. And I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. But first, how long have you been with Palm Springs Unified and in what capacity? I have been with Palm Springs Unified for 29 years. Wow, you don't look <laughs> old enough. People can't see you. This is this is a podcast, but wow. Yes, 29 years. I started um, as a teacher at Vista Del Monte. I actually started as a teacher at Bella Lindley. I was hired during my student teaching way back in 1993. I taught a one-two combo there, first and second grade combination class there from February to June. And then I was hired at Vista Del Monte, where I was at Vista Del Monte for 19 years. I taught kindergarten, first and second grade there. And then I was a reading specialist for a few years there, working with children in grades K-5. And then I was the reading teacher and reading coach, working with students and teachers. And then 10 years ago, I came up here to Two Bunch Palms, and I've been the assistant principal at Two Bunch Palms for 10 years. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that's <laughs> how, and, and seriously, people can't see you, but I would not have thought at all that you have been here for that long. Yep. Somebody who's been here longer than me. I haven't met too many. <laughs> we have history here, Denise. Yes, the times go very fast. No kidding. And the older we get, the faster it goes. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was younger, I didn't really believe that. I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's what they say. It's so true. So true. And like, you know, when I look back on things that have occurred during my 22 years here, I think, oh, that only... That was only a couple of years ago. Yeah. And when you look back, it's like, oh no, that was 15 years ago. I'm like, what? Yeah. So the time goes quick and we don't age, right? Right, exactly. That's it. So I um, wanted to share about why we chose to have you. I can't believe I haven't had you on the show yet, but um, why we chose to have you on at this time. And that is because Denise was selected as 
the elementary co-administrator of the year from the Association of California School Administrators at the state level, that's AXA, a few months ago. And so first she was chosen as PSLA co-administrator of the year for elementary. So PSLA is the Palm Springs Leadership Association, and that's the local charter. It's uh, Palm Springs Unified's administrators and managers. Uh, that's the local charter for Region 19 of AXA. And then you were selected as the region winner for this category. And all of the region winners get uh, nominated to go on to the state level. And you have been selected as a state honoree. And that is a very, very big deal. Congratulations. I know it's been a few months, so it's not brand new, but it's brand new to our listeners. And um, you're not going to be honored until the uh, AXA Leadership uh, Summit in San Diego in November. So the timing is good because you haven't had your, your big to-do yet. But um, of course, we're proud to have you on our team every day. And uh, how did that feel when you, well, let's start. First, you got selected by your peers because um, we, we nominate and then um, our, the people in AXA, you know, give their um, stamp of approval. So the people at PSLA nominated you at the uh, district level. So how was that? Uh, it's always an honor to be recognized by your peers. I mean, they, you know, we all know how hard we all work and what we put into every day. So it's always an honor to be recognized by your peers um, for the hard work you're doing. So I appreciated that and was honored to, you know, to represent PSLA at the region level. And then, right, and then you had, you know, tons of paperwork to do for the region. There's always a lot of paperwork, but um, then how did you feel when you found out that you won for the region? Again, you know, then you're, it's your answers, you know, you're having to answer a million questions and you do pages of writing. And, and so then you're being honored by your peers, but they don't actually know you. So then it's, you know, what you've written and what you're doing you know, to rec be recognized for what we're doing, not only here at Two Bunch Palms, but, you know, things that we're doing here in the district. So it's, again, an honor to represent Palm Springs Unified at the county level, at Region 19 level. So um, that was, you know, I'm just thrilled to represent and to be, you know, selected for the region. Then, like, not too long after that, maybe a month or two, you come to find out that you got selected at the state level. So tell us about that. That was, then I was like really blown away because yeah. that's, you know, the whole state of California. California is a big state. Um, again, you know, just an honor. And then it was, I was a little more shocked and surprised and just pleased and thrilled to, you know, be recognized for my hard work and the things we're doing here at Two Bunch Palms and the things we're doing in Palm Springs Unified. Just Well, if you think about it, I think there's, there's 50 something counties in California, 53, if I'm not mistaken, could be 57. I didn't look it up before we came on the air because I didn't know I was going there. But really, if you think about the magnitude, so we have, and, and Region 19 of AXA is not only Riverside County, I think it's San Bernardino also. 
or a part, yeah, of, a part of yeah yeah so it's not just our 23 districts here in riverside county but it includes more than that i don't know i don't know how many but let's say there's you know 40 or 50 districts and winning that because you know most districts nominate someone in every category mm -hmm. so when that is pretty incredible then multiply that by you know like i said 53 counties 50 something counties and within those counties you know who knows i don't know how many school districts there are but a lot a yeah. thousand, over a thousand i know that oh, sure, I know yeah there's over a thousand school districts it's probably quite a bit more than that somewhere between let's say between a thousand and fifteen hundred and i think that's pretty accurate um that's just like wow yeah that's and so you know what what would you and i know it's hard because educators in general are very humble people mm -hmm. and those are those who aren't you really tend to not want to be in the room with them and I, <laughs> I i i'm just saying it's very hard and that's why you know when our teachers get selected as teacher of the year and then they have to like sing their own praises to move mm -hmm. forward it's hard. It's, it's very difficult. easier for other people to do it. Yeah. But you have to be, you have to do that. I mean, that's part of, you know, being a leader is that you have to recognize what it is in you that is setting an example for others. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you, what, <laughs> why do you think you, you got this honor? I think because um, just really being a servant leader and working with my staff and working with, you know, Joe Scudder, the principal here, we, we are a great team and we work well together. And so, um, you know, just rallying the troops, I guess, you know, that just being a cheerleader as part of being a leader, you know, um, cheering on my staff and working with them and just doing good things for students. I think that's, you know, where it comes down to, you know, leading them and doing things that are good for kids. I, I couldn't have said it better. That's so true. And from, you know, the, the chair I sit in, I have a limited, I guess, view on um, administrators. And but I, from where I sit, I, the, the, be, the administrators that I find that are um, leaders are everything that you described. And plus, just being able to say, that's okay, I'll do that, you know, and it doesn't matter that that's not specifically in my job description or whether that's not even specifically in the job description of an assistant principal. I, I'll, I'll step up and do that. And, and you've been known to do that time and time again. And I've, I've been witness to it. So I, I appreciate that from yeah. I always say I'd never ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So whether it's, you know, cleaning up things around the campus, moving furniture, you know, taking pictures because yeah. <laughs> I, you, you're, you're great at that. I mean, you, yeah. you're well aware of, you know, getting the great things out about the school. And I have to say that's a, that's a, um, it's a tough road to hold for me sometimes because I can't be everywhere. And now with the fact with social media and with the fact that you can take pictures on your phone, it's so easy. That and makes it much easier because right. it is when you're in the middle of an activity and you're leading an activity, it's like, oh wait, we gotta stop and take a picture. So it's 
I try to get someone, can you take pictures? <laughs> and I, and I truly appreciate that because if you don't, if you don't share, then people don't know, you know, and the schools that share get more attention because they share. And I try to get everybody to do that um, because I can't be everywhere. And the fact that it is just so, it looks like I'm everywhere because I'm the one who posts for the district, but um, it, it's, it's not difficult, but you just have to get in that mode where you think about that and you do on a consistent basis. Right. I, I truly appreciate it. And in turn, your school gets a good amount of positive attention. So it, it works, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been, that's a mind shift, you know, that changing because that wasn't always the case, you know. Well, I used teaching. To, you know, I used to have to go, not have to, I don't want to say have to, but it was important that I was present at all of these different um, events. And so I'm not saying yay or nay yet about whether I'll be there in September, but you can rest assured that whether I'm there or not, you will get great coverage because we will have people there and it will, you know, so, I mean, that's the really pot. There's a lot of, we could talk a whole show about the negatives of social media, but uh, most of it's positive. And, and in this respect, it's really positive because it's, it's easy. Yeah. And, and we can be in so many places, not physically, but like we were. So that's a really great thing. And um, I, I want you to talk a little bit about what makes Two Bunch Palms Elementary such a special place. And I know it is. Uh, you and your principal, Joe Scudder, spoke at, um, presented to our principals a couple months ago. And I know that that must have been actually a little difficult and challenging because you know you're presenting you know your best practices to your peers and that's a little intimidating but it was it was fabulous and so I, let's share with with our listening audience some of the things that that makes uh two bunch palms stand out i think you know we worked really hard on our pbis model our positive behavior intervention and support model um for the past you know, it's been many years since, you know, I, I came here and there was even some work on that before I came to Two Bunch Palms. But, you know, we've really worked on putting systems in place that makes every child successful. It may not be the first time they attempt something, but eventually they'll get it. You know, we don't ever have that, you know, it's, I'm not there yet, you know, with the growth mindset of kids, whether it's academically, behaviorally, socially, you know, we're all in different places and we have to celebrate what makes each of us unique. So I think that's one of the things that makes Two Bunch um, stand out a little bit is that we really work to bring out the positives in every student. And everybody has some kind of positive. Sometimes we have to search a little bit and find what you're good at, but we'll find it. And then, you know, we can really highlight that. And then those things that you're not so strong at, we can help you get there. So, so we're... So without getting too technical, because most of the people who are listening are not educators, but um, what are some of those strategies that you use to, to bring the best out in the kids? So we have three tiers of support. So first, you know, we really work on making sure that kids know what the expectations are or know what the curriculum is, um, the standard. We, you know, focus on teaching having best first practices. So, 
you know, we start each year going over the rules and procedures, you know, the first week of school or the first week back from any long um, break, we spend reviewing those expectations and um, systems that we have in place. So it could be something, you know, we all come from different places. So when we, when kids come to us in kindergarten, we don't know what kind of backgrounds they have. So maybe this is their first time being with 20 other students, you know, with 20 other kids in the same place. They've never been in a classroom setting. So we have to teach them things like how to sit still, you know, how to write their names. You know, when we're in the cafeteria at lunch, we just don't get up and go throw away our trash. We wait until, you know, we're dismissed. And so we really explicitly teach students those expectations so that they can be successful. And when then when they need a little extra support, we have some different supports to help them with that. It could be small group instruction on a certain you know, standard or behavior expectation, you know, something as far as rules on the playground. We have our Playworks coach here that can help reinforce rules on the playground, our supervision aids. Uh, but some of the things we do for all of our students is we do a program called PBIS Rewards, um, where kids earn points for doing the right thing for making good choices. And with those points, they can buy things from our hop shop. So it's kind of a monetary system. Um, as a matter of fact, last week, one of the kids asked our behavior pair how many points he got paid a month. If he had 500 <laughs> points, we're like, oh, yeah. Doesn't right, quite you know get what? paid in points. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Our, our, our country, it's based on a merit system, really. Mm -hmm. And and they will um, learn that as they go through life, you know, scholarships and uh, promotions at work and raises. And, you know, all of that is based on, it's a reward for doing a good job. So you're in, you know, enforcing that as a, at a young age. And I think that that's, that's a great, you know, it's a great incentive to achieve. Yeah, so they get points for coming to school, you know, every day, ready on time. They get points for, you know, following the rules. They get points for turning in homework or, there's, you know, various different things they can get points for. So every child has an opportunity to get points. And then they can use their points to redeem things through our, it's called our hop shop because we're the jackrabbits. Oh. So we have, a, we have a virtual hop shop that kids can go on to um, their Chromebooks and purchase things. Um, some things, you know, just small toys, but we have like food treats in there. We have um, things, gift cards, um, different things. And we ask the kids what they like, you know, what they would like to see in the hop shop. And so then we try to put those in there. Right now, the poppets are a big thing. So there's some poppets in there. Poppets? Um, yeah, those um, things with the little bubbles. Like it's like, it's like the um, bubble wrap. Yeah, bubble wrap, but it's recyclable. Yeah, they just ah. pop it one way and they can pop it another way. So. That's Those cool. are big things. That's you know. probably good for stress. Like yes, yeah, stress or fidgeting. Yeah. yeah. So there's some of those in there. Um, you know, the biggest thing is a $15 Pizza Hut gift card. And our PTG, our parent teacher group, fundraises to help support and fund that program. You have a you have a pretty active PTG. Like I, I they're out there. They're you small know, but I, mighty. And they also, well, I wouldn't even know, I don't know how many members there are. I just know that they, they repost almost everything that I, they follow my social media, our social media at the district level. I shouldn't say it's mine, it's not. But the, I know they repost like everything, which I really appreciate because I think that that's, 
it's important. I, I wish everybody would do that because then, you know, everything spreads and we want, we don't want the negative stuff spread. We want the positive stuff spread. Yeah. Our president's really good at that. And she has a background in communication. So well, she see, does. Yeah. That, that definitely helps. And it's very apparent. So that's really great. Um, let's talk a little bit about life during COVID. So thankfully Looks like, you know, knock on wood, this is fake wood, but uh, we're, we're on the other side of it. It's not going to probably ever go away. We're still going to get kids that get, but they get the flu too. So yeah. it's, it's pretty much become like that. Um, but we had two years there of very challenging, especially year and a half, very challenging where most kids were not in school. I mean, even when we, you know, a year ago started bringing kids back, a lot of kids didn't come back. Um, so what kind of effect has that had on, on your kids? I mean, like, have, have you seen, um, that they're rallying or are, are they in need of a lot of support or both? For the most part, they're rallying. The kids are doing a great job. I mean, a lot of them are really just excited to be back in school, um, you know, and have some, some kind of structure and routine to their day and be back to, you know, somewhat normal life. We have some kids that, you know, didn't attend last year and they're really struggling academically. And, you know, we're doing what we can to get them supported. You know, we have our new reading intervention program, um, which has been just a blessing that the kids are really getting support and we're seeing huge growth with our reading intervention um, program and then our reading scores, which gives our teachers time, you know, during, we have a guided reading block that's an hour a day. So the kids are getting pulled for their, reading intervention, but then the other students that are still in the classroom are getting small group reading instruction at their level. Um, as a matter of fact, I, when I was at Vista Del Monte, like I said earlier, I was a reading specialist. So I have a reading specialist credential and um, that's my passion is, is teaching kids struggling readers to read. So um, when we have this new reading intervention program, um, I've actually taken a half hour of my day, 45 minutes of my day, and teach uh, third graders. So I took the lowest of our third graders and I'm teaching them reading. Um, and that's just been to get to be able to be with that small group of students every day and work and with see, them. That's what we were talking about earlier, about just stepping up and doing some things that are outside the realm of assistant principals do not go and teach. And that's great. Yeah, I just, I felt, you know, like I said, that's my passion. I, you know, I have the knowledge to teach kids to read. It's just, and, you know, I, Joe always says when we're, you know, whenever we start talking about reading instruction, he's like, this is going to be an hour conversation because, you know, you've got her on her soapbox now. And so <laughs> I just, I love teaching reading, especially the struggling kids and just taking them from where they are and seeing growth. So when we had, um, we had four third graders that were really struggling that weren't going to qualify for the reading program and um, one of them had never been in school before um he came to us last year at the beginning of second grade um the distance learning just didn't work for him because he had never been in school he'd missed you know kindergarten and first grade um and then the distance learning just didn't work for him and so he didn't really get any second grade and so here he is third grade really his first day of school ever Wow. Um, and so I, I couldn't not, you know, work with him. And so there was a couple others that were in the same, not they'd been in school, but for different reasons, they weren't academically 
they were about all academically at the same level. So I'm, I've been working with them for the last 45 minutes of the day. And, you know, it's that, I mean, that's a team effort though, because I have to say that my calendar is, is full. So if there's any fires to put out, I need to rely on other people so that I could really, and then, you know, if, if something does come up, the reading specialist, our reading teacher, she's, she'll pull my group and make sure they get coverage, but it's been really rewarding and great to be just with a small group of kids every day. That's great. And, you know, for longtime teachers who become administrators, that's one of the struggles that they have. And it, and it gets worse as they, uh, not worse. I don't want to say that because for some people it's great, but it gets harder when you come like to the district office and then you're not even at a school site and you miss that, you know, daily interaction with kids and you still get to have that now that you're, you know, you to spend 45 yeah. minutes a day in it with small group instruction. And I bet that that's great for you. So yeah, it, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's stressful because you're teaching kids how to read, but it really it's you're going into a different world. You know, you don't aren't aware of what's happening outside, you know, the classroom walls. And fortunately we're, you know, we have a few classrooms that we can, it can sneak into that I have a space that is just quiet and I'm with those kids and they're getting, you know, small group instruction with, you know, a teacher and just three other kids. So that's great. That's really great. So what, uh, what are your plans for the future? I mean, I know you've been, you've been doing this a, a long time and um, what, what would you, do you have visions of being a superintendent or, you know, no. You like where you are? You like what you're doing? I like what I'm doing. I think, you know, like you said, I can't see myself not being with kids. They make every day interesting. You can never predict what the day is going to be like. You know, if I sat down and said, this is what I'm going to do today, something will derail that, um, which is fine. You know, I like the, in not being, knowing what each day is going to be. Each day is different. Right. You know, yeah. And some of the stories, you know, some of the things that happen, you just, you have to laugh because <laughs> that just, you, you think that would never happen. <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I just popped into my head, if I didn't mention the fact that Two Bunch Palms uh, has a Rotary Early Act Club, mm -hmm. and that's not, you know, commonplace. I think you might be the only Desert Hot Springs school. They actually have them at all of the, I think all but one, um, Desert Hot Springs Rotary has a early at club at all but one wow. Desert Hot Springs. Yeah. I did not know that, but I think you guys were first. How about But that? I think ours is a little special because um, uh, my friend Dory Petit was a Desert Hot Springs Rotarian and she mentioned it, the early act program. And so she came on campus and she was our early act advisor. However, she then got Joe and I and our counselor, Todd Mathis, all three of us, so are Rotarians now. So the four of us facilitate our early act program. Um, it's, we've actually been meeting in person since we could have Dory on campus. So for past couple months, we've been meeting on, in person. Um, and we've kind of put a new spin on it. Um, we meet twice a month. And so the first time we've been having guest speakers via Zoom, so we've had the mayor of Desert Hot Springs come speak. Um, we had the animal shelter come speak at our last meeting. So tomorrow we're meeting again and they're doing, um, making toys for the animal shelter out of old shirts. And then they're doing a blanket drive. 
Well, and I also had the pleasure and honor of speaking to your- You're one of our first. Your club. Yeah, it was before the pandemic and it, yeah. was, it was great. The kids asked great questions. It was mainly about, you know, my career and it was a, it's kind of like a, a, what do you call those? Career, um, what do you call it? Career day. A career fair, yeah. Right. And um, the kids were awesome. And I just, I was impressed with the whole deal very professional. The kids are learning great skills. And yeah, they so. have, we have a board that the president actually has a mallet, you know, that he, he calls the meeting to order and they have an agenda and they, we do the four-way test, you know, just we recite the four-way it's test. Great. And it's pledge. also instilling in the kids uh, the importance of giving back way early so that mm -hmm. they'll continue that. So that's, that's awesome. One more question, because we're almost out of time. When you retire, like long time from now. Yeah. <laughs> um, what legacy would you like to leave? Um, I think that I made an impact in, in a few children's lives. You know, I've been in the district now a long time and I've been in the Valley a long time. And so um, I love when I go out and about and I see a former student. Sometimes I don't recognize them right away, but it's always like 24 hours later, something about that child will pop into my mind. And I think I wish I could go back to them and say, now I remember this specific thing. But, um, you know, you just, when you have those opportunities, um, I know my own children will not go to Wells Fargo Bank with me because it seems like even though I, you know, I'm passionate about reading, I have quite a few um, students that work at Wells Fargo. And so just going in there and getting yeah. out and, you know, and you just know that you've made a difference. And so that well, would, my legacy. Just know, Denise, that you have already touched more than a few lives because you said you <laughs> yeah. like to think that you've touched a few lives. You, you've touched way more than that. We thank you for everything that you do each and every day and um, look forward to celebrating with you for being the AXA state level elementary co-administrator of the year and being recognized at the state level in November. Thank you, thank you for everything that you do. You're welcome, thank you for having thank me. Thank you all for joining us. If you learn something new every day, a new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new, press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.